<laughs> Good morrow, and welcome to We Are Live. Nice bow tie. It's not the end of a wedding reception, you rube. Happy Cocktober, everybody. Travis uh, asked for a bow tie. He received it, and he's wearing it, kind of. Uh, we're going to have a fun show today. It's Cocktoberfest as Gardner shows off the apples that need to be picked. Somebody got to pick it. Mm-hmm. That's right. We're live from Midcoast Studio. Check out midcoast.media for more information. Also, while you're at it, Trav and Gardner have been working hard on some uh, extra video content for your pleasure, be sure to check out our Instagram play page at We Are Live Radio. There's some stuff on IGTV that'll be up there, and then Travis and uh, Gardner are providing us with daily wall lights of the show, so you can enjoy those. Uh, hit share. What's your problem? Why haven't you done that yet? Uh, we'll get into lots today. Dr. Ed will join us the second hour. Our friend Teresa from Young Professionals of Gateway Pet Guardians will be joining. They're the featured partner this week at Happy Hour Comedy Series. But first, let's say hello to the. Scooter Jester, oh uh, Chris Gardner. What's going on with you today, buddy? How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. Oh, boy. That was a cringe. Oh, that was a cringy. He Good breathed. morning, Walnuts. Oh, boy. Happy day two of Cocktoberfest to one and all. I guess you could say it's been a trip. It has been a trip, Travis. A crashing success. Mm. As a, I'm pretty sure. A scooter accident of a podcast. Yes. <laughs> Best way to probably Sorry, describe the show. Yeah. In a scooter accident this morning that yeah. I'm pretty sure was a hit on my life. Yes. Please let our listeners and onlookers oh. know what has taken place. I'm lucky to be here. Why is that? So, um, I was traveling to work this morning down Washington. As one does with a scooter. On my scooter. Certainly. Scoot Bacula. Uh-huh. Traveling. Eastbound. 88 miles per hour. Uh, this all happened. Different. I was, was probably back to the future. Okay, my, my apologies. I was leap. probably going about 20 when this happened. He would have said, Al, get <sighs> data ready. <sighs> okay. So there's a car at the light with me as the light turns green to go across Grand. I let that car go first. A red SUV. Okay. Didn't get the license plate, but a red SUV okay. uh, with some tinted windows. Size rims. Um, not sure. Okay. Not sure. Um, I'm get building a case here. I'm trying so to figure out who was driving. Two lanes on Washington at this point. This car is in the left lane. I am in the left lane as well. As we get close to the big top, right by the big top there in Washington. Right. Shout out the Cranesburg Arts Foundation. This car goes into the right lane. Didn't use its blinker. And then slows down. And looks like it's going to pull over near a uh, meter. So I think it's going to park. So right. I keep going on my direct path right. in the left lane behind him. I was traveling at a safe distance behind. Right. And I keep going. And this car all of a sudden pulls a U-turn in the middle of the road. Comes from the right and pulls a U-turn. Is it your belief that he saw you... As he was making his attempt, what you appear to be parking, do you think when he made that turn into what you thought was a parking spot, he at some point saw you? Um, I don't know. Okay. But if this indeed is a hit on my life, that could have been used to set up the timing for the hit. That was been pretty brilliant. Yeah. Because um, it worked. Because I then hit my brake, but I not hard yet. 
and tried to slow down some, and I started slowing down, but the car then stopped in the middle of the road, did not continue on his full U turn. So he must have realized that he, now at that point, I would imagine he's, that, not, he's, he's, he's seen you now. I would, I would, th- I, I don't know. Well, that would be the only justification I would think for stopping is that now he has been alerted. There's an individual on a scooter heading towards me, and I have now made not only an illegal U-turn, I have now put my car in its path. Yes, I okay. was in the direct path. The thing was that it stopped, like in the middle of the road, like in both lanes, both directional lanes. So it wasn't off to the right or left. Now it was in the middle of the road, crossing the yellow line, half basically half. So I was going to try and assess whether I could swerve and I wasn't going to be able to because of the speed I was traveling. And so I then locked in the brake hard. At that point, I started skidding. Oh, no. And I just had no control at that point and had to let go of the scooter. I did slow down some, but then I landed, planted my legs. Oh, no. My knees are in pain this morning. They're not scraped up. I've done something to the outside of the right knee and the oh, inside no. of the left knee. Oh, no. I landed. Oh. I feel like I have gravel in my ass. Oh, jeez. Mm. And then, thank goodness I was wearing my helmet because... That's, yeah. That's your head snapped back. My head snapped back when to I landed. Uh, just directly you back, you I think. You don't have to do that. Sorry. Mm. I mean, it was a hit. It might have been an assassination attempt, so I could see back into the left being in this. Um, the computer screen on my laptop is cracked. Mm. Um, my coffee and Dr. Pepper did not break. So that was good. Oh, yeah. there's the good Lord looking after you there. Yeah, my beef stroganoff stayed intact. And just gets oh, in the oh. Fridge. well, that's most okay. important. Yeah, I'm looking so forward to seeing you eat that so that's good. Um, but so let's get down to the yeah, nitty gritty. Yeah, so I mean, but then I'm laying there. So you're laying there. Yes. The, the car has stopped. You have, of course, been in what appears to be a fairly serious because accident. Because my scooter went. Your scooter is sc- 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 scooting along the streets. Yeah. yeah. I did that there. It looks, I'll check after the show, it looks to be structurally intact. Okay. Because I was able to get back on it and gingerly ride the rest of the way to work. Gingerly. Gingerly. Um, so it, it looks like it did its job for me. I okay. mean, it, there's some scratches on it. that We'll look it over later just okay. to make sure. But I'm laying in the street back for a moment just laying there because i'm like my knees hurt right so i'm thinking all right did i tear something because i need to get up or do whatever i need to get out of the middle of the road so i start moving my legs okay okay they're moving so i can try and get up here but it's going to take a second so i lay there for a few seconds and the car still stopped in front of me and i sit up and i could see that the person is still like looking so you can see his face uh, there's tinted windows. So you can't see his face. But I can see a little, you know how you can see through some of the tint? You yes. can kind of tell what they look like. Yes. I could see this. Um, we'll get to that in a little bit, oh, Travis. Dear. And, uh, so I'm thinking, okay, maybe this person's going to get out and just check on me. Okay. They do not do that. They do not do such a Instead, thing. Instead, they continue their turn, slowly go around me. At that point, I see into... The window. So he's driving past you. Driving past after me. the incident is apparently taking place. I throw my arms up. Does he speed off or does he just drive normally? He's going slower, like by slower by me. I throw my arms up. Doesn't roll down the windows. Doesn't stop for a second and be nope. like, "Yo, bro, you good?" No. I, and he just slowly so drives see, past. He's almost like he's taunting you. Yeah. Or seeing with the assessing his the situation himself. So he's just determining. Okay, I don't see blood. I don't see broken bones. I don't see tears. 
I'm just going to keep it moving. Yeah, and that's what he did. I threw my arms Do you up. know which direction he went? He, he was just traveled back uh, westbound on Washington. Like for, I don't know why. He just pulled this U-turn in front of me. The timing is suspicious, don't you think? So I threw my arms up and started MFing him. As you should. On and this, then, the second day of October. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my initial thought here, Travis. Sounds like a Wes Anderson hater. The gentleman... Um, in the vehicle? In the I would room. imagine it was probably a... A Caucasian man, probably just very excited to get to a one Starbucks. Of these, uh, one of these opioid fiends. That, that could probably be it. I would imagine that's Was that SUV it, a Saturn? Mm. <laughs> it's a nice try, Travis. Oh, no. It was yep. an African-American. Oh, guy. no. What a terrible start for Great American Race for me this, this month. That's not a great start. Uh, great question from the Black Sheep. Mm-hmm. Did the car have a bike rack? Not that I'm aware of. Someone but from Big look, Bicycle. Well, see, and this is the other thing. Travis and I discussed this in the elevator because I said this could be for Cocktoberfest. This could be very much for Cocktoberfest. But there's a problem. Uh-oh. I've got a lot of enemies. You have a lot of enemies. A lot. More than probably most people should have. Like, I don't even think most presidents or politicians have as many heads enemies. Of heads mm-hmm. of state. I don't even think most superheroes have as many enemies as you do. Right. So, so this is going to be a very tough... Like, this suspect list is very long because we, we, obviously, there is, as Chris already pointed out, Big Bicycle. Uh, those who do not appreciate. the t-shirt he's wearing? Look, yeah, uh, I, that's where I was getting to. Yeah. Senator Flatbed, you have antagonized some very prominent officials here in the state of Missouri, whether it was former Governor Ed Greitens, mm-hmm. current U.S. Senator Josh Hawley. Mm-hmm. You have poked Mayor the bear. Mayor You have poked the bear. We know the Bears are capable of doing a lot of things. They can walk on their hind legs. They can probably also make phone calls and call in a hit. Or it could have been a bear behind the wheel, and you just saw brownness and assumed it was a black person. Big and he playing upon your race. That's, here, that's very likely what the, it is. Here's the African That's probably American what it lobby. is. That's, yeah, I it took it two minutes to get yeah, to I, this. I'm assuming right. that that's what you saw in... Because it was a traumatic experience for me. And and you, as a white man, are responsible for the death of Martin Luther King Jr. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that... Just to get to the end Let's get to the point. The fact of the matter is that it's likely a bear driving that truck. We know bears aren't the best when it comes to driving. He probably got lost, couldn't understand his Garmin, made a wrong U-turn, and instead of him rolling the window down, he was ultimately letting you know, it's on, bitch. Do you think it was that guy who stole the Laclede truck? Could be him again. <laughs> Could have been him. If we're being truck. honest, it's very... It's, was he out joyriding ooh, again? If you've seen his mugshot, you could see how this would happen. Yeah, yeah. that's very He was good. looking this way. And yeah, yeah, I, don't, I don't even want to show it. Uh, I feel, Chris, no, I feel so bad for that. I'm making a comment of the, the actual... Do you have the photo? I do, but I, like, oh, I don't no. even... I'll post funny, a photo. But oh, you got to post a photo. I mean, it's the only way. Is this the suspect? Is that him? Oh, no. I just... The U-turn oh, would make sense. Oh gosh, the U-turn would make sense, and it maybe he would. was looking at you, and you just didn't know it. Ah, oh, oh, crap. I just feel bad. Yeah, I feel bad as well. I wish we hadn't done that. I can't say for sure that it was him. You have had you look. You, you gone after Lida. Yeah. You've done that several times. God knows you pissed off Ben Fredrickson several times. I saw Ben Fredrickson yesterday. The hayseed hack. The hayseed hack. I uh, took our friend out to uh, the Funny Bone mm-hmm. for their uh, for their open mic. Oh, and I walk. I'm just like, oh, I guess I can do a quick lap through whatever this is in Westport. This 
giant mall with three restaurants in it and a, and a comedy radio club station? and a radio station. <laughs> and uh, I went in and I go, there's Ben Fredrickson. So I proceeded to, ooh, uh-huh. you know, in the window, as I'm sure a lot of people do. Was he did not ask me to jump on with Was him. Brendan Weesey there with him? I don't know who that is. Gentleman with red hair, possibly, yes. in a hat. I, I saw f- red hair. My former roommate. Oh. Yeah. Drinking days? Uh, in college and post-college, oh, yeah. Oh, poor Brendan. Yeah. Good buddy of mine. Hmm. Could it also uh, be, people have heard you, of course, talk about the pavilions at Forest Park and how there's always black people there. Again, again, the suspect effect is very long. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I have not lied about anything I've said about people. No, you people. have not. Steve Stanger? I forgot about Stanger. Sting operation? It's very much. It could have been Chesterfield him. County could be behind this. Oh, God. Yeah, that could and be. And you remember whenever I got into it with one of their councilmen right. on Twitter. But yeah, just like on The Sopranos, uh, some fellas hired some brothers to do a job on Tony. Maybe Chesterfield County chose a brother to put to make to throw the scent off. That's the thing with all of this, is that it's hard to lock down. It's got to be the DeWitts, like, all like, that like, trash talk. You've been talking about the damn carte blanche. They're probably sick and tired of it. What yeah, about, about Triangle Assassin says uh, you need to get a GoPro for your helmet? Ooh, Most bicyclists have point. GoPros. And I'm like, that would have helped a lot here. Yeah, would that it? Oh, huge. yeah. yeah you would have got all the you you imagine least, this? You would have at least, got, I mean, first of all, it would be a great Just for vi- content alone. It would be a great viral hit. It would be a huge hit viral. Literally. Me stretching in the middle of the street, rubbing my knees. Like you're Peter Griffin. Yeah, that's exactly what was going on. Because I'm rubbing my knees. I'm like, I just want to be able to walk. Oh, Did man. it? I mean, it actually hurt like pretty bad, right? It you, did not. In no way, I'm shape, still, or form are you exaggerating. No, here. and I'm in discomfort as yeah. we speak. Because um, you're a soft individual. I've said that about. I'm I a know. coward you're too. You're a coward oh, also. I'm a coward and soft. Yes, at the same time. I am time. weak. I just want to. Uh, he's here and he's working. He's pressing those buttons. He's switching the camera. He's doing it all. <laughs> there was a point where I was sitting on the sidewalk. And I thought to my, this is fucking pathetic. Oh, boy. <laughs> I go. A bit of, bit of uh, introspection. Just know this is my commitment to the work. Okay. I thought to myself, oh, God. Like, how am I going to get to work? Like, can I still ride the scooter? Is this going to be able to walk? I'm, like, it's not too far. And I go, am I going to be able to get the dogs on film clips in this morning? Oh, man. That crossed my mind as I was sitting there. And you know what? I appreciate that. And your your laptop paid its dues on your behalf. And you know what? I was worried about that. This makes me so mad. So, like, for the first 15 minutes I was here, I didn't take my laptop out because it was that situation where you were just afraid to look. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I need to deal with some other stuff right right now. now. I don't want to get that because I don't want to be angry. Because I had a feeling that that it had been damaged. There was an issue. Yeah. And so I was just like, you know what? I don't, I don't even want to look at it right now. I feel and you. And then it's, it's, it is cracked, and there is some spidering going on, but it's not as bad as it could have been. Okay. I will say that, but it's still not what we want. Here. In a situation like this, you shouldn't let it get it da- get you down. And I think the best way to go about it is in a proper Cocktober prayer. Drugs. Well, that too, sure. But, but shall we do Opioid, a Cocktober? Opioids, I guess. Well, I be. guess that's going to eventually happen. We all know that you probably have is a Is this where I connection. start an addiction to pain medication? Well, I think this is where we're headed. And that's fine. That would be an interesting way to celebrate Cocktoberfest. Yeah, as long as you're not selfish. I'm sure with I the mean, that goes us. on in Chesterfield County. main drugs, right? <laughs> that's a Chesterfield County thing. Oh, to no do. doubt. Rush Limbaugh thing to do. That is. Maybe that's where I'm heading now. I, I just, here's what, I will say this real quick. 
It is suspicious that it happens on the second day of October. Yes. Mm-hmm. But there's also, we named all these enemies. We probably have forgotten some enemies sure. of mine. Yeah. That could have used Cocktoberfest as their cover. Yes. So I will say, I'm not saying it's anyone right now. It is suspicious, the timing here. But that doesn't mean others are not under my suspicion right now, too. And actually, I would say, get back from Rome, U.S. Attorney General Bill Barr. You're out here searching for these conspiracy theories. We have a real major problem here in the United States with what happened to me this morning. This is what you should be investigating. Okay. Here's what I say we make for today's morning melee. Let's put the four top prime suspects likely responsible for almost running over Chris Gardner this morning. Hmm. Let's see if we can get that. Let's place. How do we gently describe your community? (laughs) uh, uh, It's not as fun if we just blame it on black people. Yeah. Yeah. You can go the urbans. Because it was in the city. Uh, and it was an urban driver, and that still gets the point here, across. We need, to make a, we need to make a choice here. Let's do we make it fun, or do we just make it about trashing black people because you're a part of the show and you trash well, white people every eight I, seconds? I do not trash white people. If anything, I've the segment that I'm sure you're referring to, Make It Racist, uh, is a way Which to I educate the public uh, <laughs> that you made up. So again, I don't know how it's me. Especially. Oh, White Knight coming in and making the segment. That's right. I make segments for the communities I care about. All just, right, Tony Lip. All right, Viggo Mortensen. Just put the urbans in quotation marks and okay. let that be the last option. And I think people will get the general gist. Let's, let's discuss after the show okay. to make sure we word this properly. Okay, we don't want anybody I don't want another. I don't want another you word. Want the black sheep comes through for the 5,000th oh time. What did he say? Gardner, if you had a GoPro, you could have captured the expired <laughs> or stolen plates on that Dodge Charger. <laughs> Personally, I won't do any better than that today. Gardner, did you get the license plate? That was just a white piece of paper on the... Yes. <laughs> I always love that. Somebody goes... Probably didn't have insurance. That's why I didn't stop. Yeah. Well, that if we're being honest, that's likely what happened. I know. They were like... <laughs> that's if I may. He did? And I think that's... Nope. Yep. But that's the thing I don't understand there at that point. And maybe he just figured, like, no way in hell will this guy have time to be able to capture my plates. But he ran the risk of doing that by slowing down and basically driving very slowly past you. Well, I think you. it could have been a hit. So it's it's I look, I, I'm not speculating on who it is, but it was definitely Eric Greitens. Good. Yeah, nice pull. I mean that guy's never you know, in blackface. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. You did it you did go after Justin Trudeau pretty hard too. Well, he really, really likes blackface. Yeah, he, <laughs> he did his. Who, there was a video where he did his damn knees. Even he was in jeans with cutoff. Who likes what more? Kavanaugh loving beer, Trudeau loving blackface. Who loves back? Oh, that's good. That, that could, maybe that could be also our our, our melee. Who loves what more? <laughs> Trudeau's love for blackface, Kavanaugh's love for beer. I liked beer. I still like beer. There we go. Oh. And by the way, I have one right now. By the way, <laughs> Shaq, weren't you surprised he didn't shotgun one during that entire <laughs> I testimony? I thought he was going to. Stone aren't, cold you, it. aren't you surprised that a that a beer company hasn't stepped in and used that yet? Yeah. Who brews American Patriot? <laughs> that would be solid. That'd Call be me solid. marketing. If, if I'm White Claw, yeah. something to consider. They well, take a heel turn. And like, I mean, there's not evidence out there already, 
for Eric Greitens to be involved. I mean, uh, just think about when he launched his gubernatorial campaign to begin with. Even if I have to throw you down the steps of the Capitol myself. So he, he was threatening assault immediately. Right out the gate. Right out the gate. I can't. Why? The answer to the poll is they get equally blacked out. <clears throat> Beer and blackface. Mm. How about this? Um, mm. From Vicky, our, one of our listeners in California. Okay. Viewers. It's my sister-in-law. In honor of Cocktoberfest, Scoot Bakula needs to be smudged with burning sage to remove the bad energy after the assassination. Oh, that'd this would be a good idea. That is kind of your thing. Do you have a, a special crystal? Thank you, Vicky. Uh, there you oh. go. In the name of Wes Anderson, appropriation and white flight. Destin, Florida. There it is. Through the power of crystal, which, we got the bad juju. Which Marianne Williamson's going to use to capture Donald Trump's soul. Is that what what a SNL did. <laughs> I'm in here working, and you played a clip while we were uploading videos or whatever, and it was where she she joined from the astral plane from astral projection. Astral, astral projection. projection. That's really funny. That's <laughs> really good funny. morning, my babies. <laughs> that is, I, 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 and I'm going to learn the cast member's name, but that was the l newest cast member that was recently added to the SNL. And we saw yesterday uh, during that SNL sketch that, uh, look, I, Kamala Harris is unlikely to win the nomination. She'll probably put up a competitive fight over the next few months, but the numbers just don't add up, and she just completely reshuffled her entire staff. However, we saw Maya Rudolph, the great Maya Rudolph, mm -hmm. play Kamala Harris on SNL. That's my only motivation at this point for her to Kamala Harris, the real Kamala Harris, to make it as far as she can go, as long as we get more Maya Rudolph. That was a brilliant impersonation. So, man. I just want that to go for a while. I just, I do. I want that to roll out for a minute. Well, or Gardner, at least we're find ways to uh, inject her into the conversation. <laughs> I think after that hey, performance. Real quick, a Cocktoberfest hero, Derek Gould, uh, did something really great. Uh, he's our friend, friend mm -hmm. of the show. Did something great that inspired a poll that we have results from, from uh, I believe, Monday? Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Um, you ready for it? Let's do it. The simple question was, do you know CPR? Do you know CPR? Do you, Travis? I'll be honest, I do not. Like Gardner kind of Out of practice. Like he I don't know how to Okay. I don't Never? You never knew? I've never I never You're with sixty four percent of the people yeah. who voted. Yeah. I think that's probably That's pretty accurate. I think it's. Mm, I, and, yeah. yeah, I believe people. I mean, why would you lie about it? But uh, I mean, I think a lot right of people. Right around a third of people know CPR. I think a lot of like a lot of folks have probably. Um, I know it, but I would. Uh, I mean, wouldn't pass. I may not pass it. I may get like a C minus if I had to. Right, read and it, like yeah. it's sixty-four percent no, thirty-six percent yes, and I do know this. Like, since when I first learned it in health class in high school, the procedures have changed because they don't do. They don't do mouth-to-mouth -mouth anymore. I oh, believe. they don't? Yeah, I think they oh. do. They have a non-mouth-to-mouth -mouth way of going about doing it. I'll now. get in there. Hey. So you won't have those Sandlot situations yeah. where you uh, make out with the lifeguard. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Huh. Is it Wendy Peppercorn? Uh, don't, Travis. This is the one time you get to do this to someone else. Don't tell him. I don't know myself. Really? You're close. Peppercorn. 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 
Peppercorn Ranch. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> He's already thinking of lunch. My knee hurts. I need a Peppercorn Ranch sandwich. No, I got beef stroganoff. Oh, man. How is, uh, how is a Hero DG doing? Uh, he's kind of he's kind of a I think the old adage as journalists you try not to become the story and I know of yeah. course the post did a little write up on him they had to I mean it was and a he very put out a message moment. himself too and he was and just kind of you know it I think he was just more like hey look at look at what can happen if you know CPR so maybe putting that awareness out to taking Smart. advantage of that situation to say hey look if you're able to educate yourself on this you could put yourself in a situation to be able to help other people out. Can we do that? Can we, for the office, can we bring in, like, uh, is there a, the Red Cross? Can Do they do oh. training sessions? We should do that as an office. That actually sounds like No, because I idea. think Derek's right. Like, if we're being dead serious, like, I think he's right. Like, in that moment, you know, I think sometimes we just assume that the only time we would want to apply CPR is when you're at a beach or by a pool. But, obviously, in this case, this was a... Um, a guy on the job in the dugout uh, at Bush Stadium, no less. So you, it doesn't get more random than that. And so, if, again, uh, the, the medical staff at Bush Stadium said if uh, Derek Gould had not done CPR, that gentleman dies. And we're talking about a very big tragedy. So mm-hmm. I, I think, hell yeah, I would be game if, if there is a training session I can go to. Uh, or even invite the Red Cross to our office. I think it is important for people to, to can, know CPR. Uh, we can video our class. We should. Maybe we can make that part of the travue. Yeah. We can maybe have a we can have mm-hmm. a graduation ceremony if we get certified. Oh, that would be cool. Now and then talking. we could all reenact a scene from the office. No, that's that's really what you want. That's to do, isn't it? that's beyond. That's kind of really what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I jumped on you when you were trying to uh, let us know more about. This wonderful month of October. Let's kick off today's songs. What are we? Uh, what are our two songs that we are acknowledging today that represent the great white culture? So we have a Cocktoberfest playlist, Travis. Yes, we do. Mentioned. We're giving two songs per day to put on that Cocktoberfest playlist. We did Dave Matthews Band yesterday. I'm not the biggest fan either. Uh, I, I like. I've watched a DVD of their live performance with some friends before. I would enjoy their live performance. I could tell that. But listening yeah, you to res- I saw a guy I really, really, really respect who's been in like is in like um, if like Black Sabbath or like indie bands and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like this weird like metal and indie thing. But either way, I really respect the guy. And he, I can't re- if it was um, oh it was Aaron Lewis and Stained. And he would never listen to that kind of music, nor would I. But he was there. He said something about, here I am. He got asked to do something on a production thing. And he was like, you can't fault them for being really good at what they do. And if you ever have an opportunity to just enjoy a moment of success or something, he's like, just do it. He's like, if you don't like the music, drown it out, but appreciate what they're good at. And that was like, I was like, damn, that's really... That's really uh, big of him to do that because he could have just been like, check out these losers. It's like, well, they're also playing to 20,000 people. Every you year. you got to appreciate it. Every, every year. Every show. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's, you actually made me just think of another band that we're going to have to add to the playlist here at some so point. Is that fun if we just like, hey, do your thing? Or should I just be like, I effing hate <laughs> certain bands? It's, just a, it's up to you. You'll okay. come across you. as a music Thank snob you. in a way, but we all have a little bit of that in us, I think. Just because I don't want to see people in sublime t-shirts tripping because yeah. they don't know what's going on. Like, I, 
I respect their live show. I can tell that I would enjoy it there, but it's not a CD I'm going to pop in and listen to you yeah. know, front to back. That's fair. Or however we do that now. I forgot Whatever how. We I do. don't know how CDs yeah. even work. Yeah. Um, so uh, Dave Matthews Band Yesterday and Journey Yesterday uh, were the two songs we put up. Uh, our first song for today, Jimmy Buffett, Margaritaville. Man, I'll tell you what. He is uh, one of the white men that has ever whited in his entire white life. Uh, you don't get more white than billionaire? Jimmy Buffett. I don't think he's a billionaire, but he's worth a ton of money. But he's not a billionaire. He's on his way, right? It's not he's, a bad he, life. He's, 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 he's at least a Could you worth pick him between. out? And a lineup? Yeah. I don't know what he looks like. Uh, I think I could just based on seeing him courtside at Miami Heat games. Oh, and he knowing is? that he's going to... He's he, oh he's the one of the biggest Miami Heat fan supporters. That's cool. And and yeah, I I recognize him, but if he walked by, I wouldn't see him. Which I, means yeah, like there are many more a, people who would this have is no a young clue. photo here too. Yeah, this oh, is no, from way yeah, back when. At, yeah, I looked up the. New but one. no, he um, yeah, I don't, I don't I honestly, I think he has to be on your uh, all-time white people Mount Mount Rushmore. I have a friend of mine. Uh, he's so white, like even again, I would say eighty-five percent of blacks still don't know who he is. I don't even go higher. I would say ninety yeah. percent of blacks don't know who Jimmy. Five Buffett o'clock is. somewhere. I think we know uh, we know everything that we know the restaurant. We know Margaritaville, but I would venture to guess that ninety percent of blacks do not know who Jimmy Buffett is. Which made a cameo in Jurassic World and bothered me for the rest of the movie. He but was in it, or his restaurant was in it. He both. He was in it. Oh, he was in it. Also? He was the guy that picked up both drinks off the table as the pterodactyls were flying oh, okay. through. And then I was like, why are you picking up both drinks when pterodactyls are flying That's off? funny, because that's how much yeah, people love margaritas. Yeah, but it distracted me from the rest of the movie because it bothered me. So, whatever. But I have a friend who's in his, um, he's probably about 73, 74, um, lives out in Crestwood, has this nice deck, and then down to, at the bottom there is an in-ground pool, but at below and on top, He's got tiki bars that are all Jimmy Buffett themed. He loves Jimmy Buffett. Goes and travels to see him in concerts. When they and did, that's okay. And they had their thing going on at Bush Stadium. They did a theme night. He had to be at that baseball game. So I mean, there are guys who love white boys that old. Yeah, they love, love them Buffett. some Jimmy Buffett. Some Jimmy Buffett. Um, so Jimmy Buffett, Margaritaville goes on the playlist. Also going on the playlist, four non-blondes. Mm. What's up? <laughs> What's going on? I've never been more afraid in my entire life. And I, I have been pulled over in hey, St. Louis County. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, Travis, uh, that was a 4th of July. That was a St. Patrick's Day celebration at Tam Avenue Bar. Mm-hmm. And the cover band played What's Up, and the entire place shut down, and there was a lot of swaying. That's where, like, you see the whites of Travis's eyes. You did. I because didn't. he's just like... What is this? Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to go down like that. Nobody told me that y'all, that was y'all whoop, there it is. <laughs> I was going to ask, what's that, the, uh, that it's whoop, in there your it community, is. what it is whoop, it? There it is. There's several others. There are several the others. The shakalakas get you, don't they? Yeah, the shakalaka, shakalaka. But in that instance, I was very, very uh, scared. It really was like... Uh, you hear it in your dreams? Well, your it was nightmares? like, you remember uh, Daniel Kalua in uh, Get Out. And his eyes, those tears start streaming down his face when he realized, like, oh, shit. Great cinematography in that scene. That's brilliant, brilliant cinematography. It's a great film, actually. And, like, in that moment, that was my get-out moment. Because I was frozen in fear. Mm-hmm. Like, there was nothing I could do. There was nowhere to go. Cause I, and then I felt if I had tried to run, then everyone's attention would have been turned towards me. 
and then they would have attacked uh, in that moment. But yeah, that makes up uh, makes a lot of sense that what's up would be. So we have four non-bonds, Jimmy Buffett, Dave Matthews Band, and Journey on our Cocktoberfest playlist. So I'll tell you far. what, this is whiter than sugar and flour, my friend. This is uh, pretty damn white so far. So now we also honor. Something in white culture each day. Yes. Throughout Cocktoberfest. Yes, we do. We call mm. it pop culture. Mm. Um, and fittingly, today. If that ain't the whitest <laughs> thing a white man has ever whited in his life. We honor St. Patrick's Day. Man, I tell you what. <laughs> Again, you really know how white something is. Because I will say that our African Americans have done their best over the years mm. to. to to start to involve themselves in events that have been traditionally yours. Mm. Uh, but I will say that St. Patrick's Day remains that holiday where we still stand on the peripheral. It's something that we will occasionally Black maybe Irish. participate in. LaShawn McCoy. Sure. <laughs> Sean Green. Yeah, okay. But it's still not that holiday. Barack Obama. Uh, that yep. don't think that's. Mm-hmm. I think he's got Irish. I don't think that's. Dreadlocks. I think he's got Irish heritage. In the words of a uh, uh, President Trump, I don't think there's a hyphen in between the O and the B. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. So I think he's probably more Irish than Kenyan. Yeah, that's that a fact. That, that makes sense. <laughs> I, I probably, I probably agree with you there. I don't. I um. Yeah, the St. Patrick's holiday is yours. Like that. That's. I don't think that's something in the community that we. When we're at our meetings, we're like, all right, guys, where do we? And that's even difficult for us to send someone in undercover. It's mm-hmm. very difficult because you're oh, talking yeah. about not only a bunch of drunk Irish people, but there's generally a lot of cops around. And it's just very difficult for us to kind of get involved in that. We, we just really just made Mardi Gras, at least here in St. Louis, there are a lot of cops over around. the last like five to ten years. But St. Patrick's, they just like more cops than usual. For our taste. So. Well, it's because there's a lot of Irish cops, too. Uh, that, that, that is some also of them another are, reason. Some of them are kind of on duty. Yes, yeah, some. Kind yeah, of, and that's another reason. So there's a party I go to every year where it's there's mm-hmm. cops just hang out in the backyard smoking cigars, and then there are judges and prosecutors, and they're trying to say, have, you, have I appeared before this judge before or not? Oh, boy. Try to go through that. Oh, boy. Have you, uh, have you made a playlist of the Cocktoberfest songs yet? Um, is it... Complete? It is not complete. We kind of go. Will you have a playlist? Yeah, we'll do a complete playlist at okay. the end of the month. There we'll it put is. it out there. But uh, we'll just in time keep for track. Halloween. Yeah, we're we're keeping track as we go along. I mean, any suggestions are welcome as well, because we have a list and we're kind of going through the list after the show each day yes, we are. to decide what we want to go with next. It's not set yet. It's kind of fluid as well. Hmm. Okay. Got some versatility here if we choose. Well. What about Oktoberfest at Soulard Market? Ever heard of it? I it's have. October 11th and 12th. Hmm. Come celebrate with us. Oktoberfest returns to Soulard Market Park on Friday, October 11th and Saturday, October 12th. Celebrate the German heritage of both Soulard and St. Louis through two days of food, drink, live music, and entertainment. That's right, featuring Open Air Plaza, hmm. Wine Garden, seven bands, including Grammy Award-winning Brave Combo, axe-throwing activities, stein-holding competitions, and the return, Travis! of Oktoberfest. Free and open to the public. And don't forget, you can get event VIP tickets on Eventbrite for your beer hall privileges. Those are only 20 bucks online. Be sure to check it out. Uh, and uh, reserve uh, some spots on Facebook. Do the RSVP, everybody. Let's keep Great the, work. Oktoberfest, Soulard Market Park.
let's keep this white magic going. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a movie uh, that will be debuting in a couple days uh, known as uh, The Joker, uh, Chris. Joker with mm-hmm. uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And it's being directed by the great Todd Phillips. You know Todd Phillips, of course. Old school. From old school. You know him from Road Trip and, of course, the Hangover Trilogy I'm and Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> so he's, he's been known, of course, as a comedic film director. Well, apparently, in typical Cocktoberfest fashion, okay. he had a statement where he said, I have left comedy to make Joker because woke culture ruin the genre. <laughs> uh, Phillips blames the current culture as the reason for him leaving comedy. Uh, it wasn't the uh, four comedy movies he's made alone that have probably grossed half a billion dollars on their own. Mm. More than half a billion, right? Internationally, I, I, I bet those. I bet the I Hangover know. movies all made over a hundred million each. I, they were the. Mo- it's the still remains the, the highest profited. Profitable, well, that's the only reason they made R-rated comedy of all time. It's the only reason they made so many more. It's mm-hmm. like they couldn't stop making money, despite yeah, how just, terrible they were. Yeah, the last two, of course, were very mediocre. But again, uh, the first one was so damn funny and so damn popular uh, that the studio couldn't help themselves. And of course, Todd Phillips is as successful as you mentioned, old school and road trips. So the guy knows how to, you know, write and direct a very good comedy films and now he says according to Walt Culture is the reason why he stepped away. He did an interview with Vanity Fair and um, he says turns out he just couldn't hang with the current culture. He says go try to be funny nowadays with this Walt Culture. These were articles written about why comedies don't work anymore. I tell you why because all the effing funny guys are like F this shit because I don't want to offend you. See, that part I could see being difficult. Casting could be could end up being somewhat difficult with some people, but the reality is like you're saying that because you have you have all these wins under your belt and if you truly wanted to do comedy still, you'd go take a swing and there still are good comedies that put out there that uh the stuff that Jonah Hill does or anything Seth Gr- uh, Rogan does, that's not politically correct. So like, come I on. I don't or you can adapt. Well, that's the thing. You could be creative. So the opinion would just be like, well, you're saying that because you've already reached the, the mountain yeah. and you've he just creatively went, decided to move to the next thing. What, what which it is. I get it. Like it's, it, in plus, I would argue all time much harder to make a good comedy film than any type of movie. Yeah. Period. Like period. So why not just acknowledge that and be like, yeah, I just moved on. To I saw, uh, was it uh, Laurie Kilmartin uh, tweeting about that saying, well, he's basically saying comedies are harder to make than dramas, so we deserve our own category at the Academy Awards. Which Very is true. true. Um, Very true. If it's if it's harder to make comedies now, apparently, then we sh- it should be recognized. I, that but I agree that's with you my there. thing. I like, completely agree there. I mean, must feel just, personally involved with this something, but like at the same just, time, I'm just like, no, man. Like, it's always been really hard. Like, in yeah. my opinion, harder from the outside to make a good comedy rather than pull some heartstrings. Well, you know, I think it's to me, it's lazy. Because the statement, the yeah, statement. well, and and the mindset there, because mm-hmm. what you're upset about really is you had a formula that was working to make you money, 
and that formula might not work now. There you go. And so now you're like, there it I, is. I would even Gardner, dis- I would, Gardner just hit the nail on the head. I would disagree, though. I, Gardner I, hit the nail on the head. I not think, with you, with no, him, but like but even that no, mindset, you're wrong because I bet you could make a really popular But movie. I think Gardner is exactly right. I think he's ultimately saying that The Hangover perhaps wouldn't be as well-received now as it was back then. No, there's probably some fatigue with that as well. And there so is some a very number much of factors. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's fair. And, and I don't think, here's the thing. Uh, we all are very well aware of some of the jokes that were in Old School and Road Trip and, of course, the Hangover movies. And I think we all realize now that uh, you probably wouldn't necessarily do that joke again now. But I don't recall people going back and saying, shame on Hangover, shame on Old School. Like, I don't recall fans who have evolved, especially with their taste, going back and saying, you know, shame on Todd Phillips. So this whole idea that you could not, to your point, Gartner, evolve and creatively create a movie now that is still funny and adapts is just very lazy to me and i'm surprised to hear a guy like todd phillips say that like and it just i don't know that's so weird to me that these guys are saying this now when they when they it's very clear that with art it always evolves especially with comedy so i i don't know why they're hanging their hat on this whole cancel culture pc culture rhetoric it's just so odd and to chris's point just say i've moved on i wanted to try something different i enjoy the challenges of creating a drama i wanted to step outside that lane and that's why i'm doing dramas now but it sounded like he wanted to get something off his chest and it and it does sound like that (laughs) but it's just so weak and as you pointed out very lazy and i'm pretty surprised that todd phillips would say something like that everyone should have seen uh Travis's reaction when I read this headline to him in the office. Oh my God! I almost lost because it's just so. It's so. <laughs> he, Travis started set to call me a supervillain and yelling at me because I I read that just read the headline to him. He knew how to get under my skin. He's and good. Travis, without pause, basically just goes, "God damn it, Todd!" <laughs> and just started screaming, and so I just kept poking at that point because I had him. And I uh, just kept reading little things to him or bringing it back up. And but Travis I, just couldn't let it go. But I, I, just I, smirked. I think it's and it's interesting because I, I see I'm a big fan of Jesse Armstrong, the creator of Secession, which is executive produced by Judd Apatow and Will Ferrell. And here's a show that is a little bit of drama, a little bit of comedy, but they have found a way to still infuse their level of humor in it while not being assholes, I guess. Like without being this, you know, I, I, we've I've seen there are too many examples of modern day comedians who have evolved. We talk about Gary Goldman. Like we've seen people who in the past may have leaned on a different type of comedy have now evolved and are just as funnier, if not funnier. Um, so it's it's weird to hear people inside of comedy say this when there are numerous examples of people who push the envelope without going to the point of being grossly offensive and they've been very successful so i don't like amy schumer is it amy schumer pushes the envelope and she's a freaking she's worth almost 300 million dollars so this idea that you can't push the envelope and this woke culture and be successful is so not true the two biggest comedy specials out there right now are bill burr and dave Chappelle. thank you and they 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 do whatever they want so i don't know maybe they're just immune because of who they are, but and, and they, they legitimately like 
no, I mean, you can't take them down. And then look at the Good Boys. It was one of the most successful comedies this summer that also was raunchy, that pushed the envelope. But you don't see people protesting outside of movie theaters because of that movie. Righteous Gemstones. Righteous Gemstones. And it's successful. So, so this idea, it is very lazy for Todd Phillips to say that because we're seeing the Danny McBrides of the world. We're still seeing Judd Apatow. We're still seeing these comedies where they push the envelope. And they're being very successful and received by audiences. So the Walt culture, and I, we joked about this a couple of weeks ago. If, it's, if cancel culture is so strong, it sucks. Because people do not get canceled anymore. Outside of the Dixie Chicks and maybe... They got an album coming out. And they have it. Like, I don't, no one gets canceled anymore. So this idea that well, people, people wouldn't want to jump. Now, now you can capitalize on cancel culture. Look at Big Mouth. Big Mouth is one of the most... It's an animated show with children, with high schoolers. And they talk about everything. They have a character Check that's a walking fallopian. It's a walking vagina. Travis, like, just, this is Cocktoberfest. I know. Please address us all in a reasonable manner. I apologize. In the name of Wes Anderson. Oh, there he goes. Appropriation. Appropriation. White, White flight. Destiny. Florida. I'm sorry. It's just, it is very, it, you guys actually nailed it. I'm just actually repeating your talking points, but you it is You just wanted very, to yell a little bit. I did. It, you feel it's just, better? I'm just like. <laughs> I feel good to yell with like an undone bow tie. I got to think it would. Like they crawl. Like it's like, <laughs> like John Mulaney. Like they're writing shows that are just out of this world, raunchy and hilarious. And again, goes there without again being stupid about it it's just it's not true that woke culture is ruining the culture because look at bojack horseman i just can go on and on and on these shows that Tri push the envelope and that are very funny that don't i guess triangle assassin says roseanne would disagree <laughs> uh, look at the connors even on abc look at blackish look at modern family again shows that find ways to push the envelope without dish Mixed ish. We can go on and on. There are just so many very good comedies that are even on broadcast television that push the envelope that people still enjoy that are very successful. Well, Audiences receive it very well. <laughs> when people get used to a formula, they become immune to it after time in regards to comedy. You yes. couldn't make a Buster mm -hmm. Keaton film right now and be successful. It's from Tom Brown. Yeah, and then when the formula might not work, then you have to do something do different. Do something differently. Which That's takes just, some effort. Which takes effort. <laughs> which takes thinking. Which takes, like, yeah, I just don't, I'm surprised. And, and Todd Phillips that's, is so talented. I mean, that's talented. how I read it. And you're right, he's just so talented. Well, like that's to, just a throwaway statement. It and is. Like the it, thing is, is, like, he didn't have five comedies that he was just, just loving that he had to do. And then he decided he'd take the Joker as a consolation. No, he wanted to make that. And... He just got caught up in an interview and sounded silly. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's very odd, it, and especially when there are numerous examples and people he's worked he's worked with, and then instead went made a drama that sympathizes with incels. Mm, that right? didn't help. Now that really now it's all really from a full circle. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, it's really all full circle. <laughs> we do. Uh, I got to poke a little. Oh, that's I completely. Oktoberfest. I get to do this. Mm, yeah. mm -hmm. Uh, huge thanks to Gateway Powder Coating. They are a sponsor of this show. Check out gatewaypowdercoat.com for more information on the number one resource for powder coating in the Midwest. If you have anything metal and it needs painted, you can powder coat it. It lasts longer. It's durable, affordable. They'll take great care of you. Mark and the gang out of Gateway Powder Coating. Gatewaypowdercoat.com for more information, everybody. I love that this conversation is happening on a show whose bread and butter is the play between black and white stereotypes. It's triangle of sex. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Be wheat bread and butter. Thank you. Show, thy name is irony.
Mm. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, we do have Dr. Ed in from Hillside Animal mm -hmm. Hospital, and we've got Teresa stopping by from Young Professionals Gave with Pet Guardians. Uh, our friend Boyer, the dog, will be at Happiest Hour Comedy Series oh. tomorrow night. That's right. They're going to bring a dog by for some comedy. You know who's opening the show? Who's opening the show, Chris? Tommy Mosslander third. Intern I'm Tommy. He's very funny. He'll do a great job. Then we have our friend Sean, Sean Don. Uh, he'll be... In on the action, and Chris here are going to close out. We love Chris. Good to see him on the stage. And big thanks to Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey for making that possible. We'll also have Schlafly Beer on special as well, everybody. Good times ahead. Oh, Gastro Pit. We'll tell you more about that next hour. Oh, I don't think you recall the film that came out this year with John Cena blockers where he's a parent and the kids are trying no, to have sex. Those, uh. those uh, types of movies, uh, I go. It's 89 on Rotten Tomatoes. It was a well, raunchy Now we comment. can't use it. Leslie Mann was in the film as well. But again, I'm just, I'm just but looking like at But that would be like a Todd Phillips equivalent? That would very much be yeah. a Todd Phillips equivalent. Mm -hmm. And so, I, yeah, I just... Had, and it did weird. really well. It did very well. And again, it was well received by the audience. So again, this idea that you can't... I, I, I'm just surprised. And I think... But here's the thing. And I think it's becoming very true uh, when people make these comments. You guys are really telling on yourselves. You know how a lot of people... Suspecting, you know, Deborah Messing was very, uh, she wanted to out everybody who had uh, gone to the Trump fundraiser who was in Hollywood. I think it's kind of becoming very clear that people in Hollywood are just going to naturally tell them themselves. Like people are just naturally telling themselves on who you are and what your politics are. And I think when you go to this length, and, and I'm very surprised by Todd Phillips because he's surrounded by people who still make very raunchy comedies and are very successful that he would make this statement. And so the idea that woke culture, that's it. So lazy. What a what a lazy shorthand for a guy that's very smart and very talented. I'm just surprised by it more than anything else. I think that there, there are certain instances where people do bend to the will of the minority in the fact that like a few people scream online to things. But like in that sense, you would just say, well, if they if you don't believe in that and the math says that it is like like if we're talking about a crazy opinion that would be under that. Well, then you just need to you need to beat it. Right? We're just like, no, be better than that. Because if you're confident in your product and your comedy, well, then tell them they're wrong. And then my thing is, you're Todd Phillips. And Todd Phillips put out a comedy today. Todd Phillips, f likely that film will go to number one. So he's going to still have an audience there that are, is going to respond to his type of comedy, even if it's not PC. So this idea that he couldn't put together a project, put together a comedy that would not be well-received or would not make a ton of money... Again, it's just, hey, man, just say I wanted to go make a comic book film and an extra dark about the Joker. That's, mm -hmm. Just leave it at that. But to then say that woke culture. Purr. That'll do it that for the first hour. One more time. Purr. Okay. We're oh, excited uh, to have Dr. Get Ed. Close up oh, this please. One. Hold on real quick. Yeah. Purr. That's weird. Yeah, it is. Dr. Ed Mignaco from Hillside Animal Hospital in the building next hour. For some fun on Dogs on Film presented by Hillside Animal Hospital, be sure to get your pets in for uh, any shots, any updates, any issues they can help. They do wonderful work with my pets as well. What do we... Hmm? You okay? Yeah, I have something to say. Uh-oh, go for uh, it. Hopefully, uh, Dr. Ed brought his uh, road kit for euthanasia. Yeah. He's going <laughs> to put you down after the scooter crash. Find <laughs> out who put the hit on me. Okay, we'll do US it. U.S. Attorney General Bill Barr. Oh, boy. Quick break. We'll be right back when we are live. Probably Ukraine. Mm.